increasing sums of money. Small houses with gardens near the city centre were much in demand. Not any more, of course. The recession had been a great equaliser. But it was still a much more substantial area than it had been three decades ago. After all, just look at Molly and Paddy Carroll with their son Declan, a doctor, a real qualified doctor. And just look at Mutty and Lizzie Scarlett's daughter, Cathy. She ran a catering company that was hired for top events. But there was no community spirit anymore. No church processions went up and down the crescent on the Feast of Corpus Christi as they used to three decades ago. Josie and Charles Lynch felt that they were alone in the world, and certainly in St. Charles Crescent, in that they knelt down at night and said the rosary. That had always been the way. When they married, they had assumed that they would have eight or nine children, but after Noel, Josie had been told there would be no more children. The fund to educate Noel for the priesthood was started before he was three. Money was put aside from Josie's wages at the biscuit factory, and when Charles got his envelope on a Friday from the hotel where he was a porter, a sum was put into the post office. Noel would get the best of priestly educations when the time came. So it was with a lot of disappointment that Josie and Charles learned that their quiet son had no interest whatsoever in the religious life. At the age of fourteen, he'd said if it was the last job on earth, he wouldn't go for it. That had been very definite indeed. Not so definite, however, was what he actually would like to do. Noel was vague about this, except to say he might like to run an office. Not work in an office, but run one. He liked art, but he didn't want to paint. He did his homework at the kitchen table, rarely ever excited or enthusiastic. They wondered, did anything at school fire him up? The teachers were at a loss. Most boys were unfathomable around fourteen or fifteen, but they had usually settled down to do something, or sometimes to do nothing. Noel Lynch, they said, had just become even more quiet and withdrawn than he already was. When he was fifteen, he said he didn't really want to join in the family rosary anymore. It was only a ritual of meaningless prayers. He didn't mind doing good for people, trying to make less fortunate people have a better life. But surely no God could want this fifteen minutes of drone, drone, drone. By the time he was sixteen, he didn't go to Sunday Mass anymore, and he told them that there was no point in staying on at school, as there was nothing more he needed to learn from them. They were hiring office staff up at Halls, the big builders' merchants, and they'd train him in office routine. He might as well go to work straight away rather than hang about. Josie and Charles thought sadly of the fund in the post office. A kindly brother suggested that maybe they should spend it on a holiday for themselves. But Charles and Josie were shocked. This money had been saved for God's work. It would be spent on God's work. Noel got his place in halls. And over the years, he had arranged with his mother that he wouldn't join them at meals. He'd have his lunch in the middle of the day, and he'd make a snack for himself in the evening. This way, he missed the rosary, the socialising with pious neighbours, and the interrogation about what he'd done with his day, which was the natural accompaniment to mealtimes in the Lynch household. He took to coming home later and later. 
he also took to visiting Casey's pub on the way home. A big barn of a place, both comforting and anonymous at the same time. No one liked the place. It wasn't a trendy pub with fancy prices. It wasn't full of girls giggling and interrupting a man's drinking. People left him alone there. That was worth a lot. When he got home, Noel noticed that his mother looked different. He couldn't work out why. She was wearing the red-knitted suit that she wore only on special occasions. Eventually he realised that it was her hair. His mother had been to a beauty salon. You've got a new hairdo, ma'am, he said. Josie Lynch patted her head, pleased. They did a good job, didn't they? Very nice, ma'am, he said. And then Noel remembered that his cousin Emily was coming from America the next day. His mother must be getting ready for her arrival.